Hello, I'm Josie from Action for Happiness. Thank you for joining me as we take a little look at Joyful June. But first of all, I've decided to take a slightly different approach to the podcast this month and start with a reflection back on Meaningful May, which I so hope you enjoyed. On the 15th of May, our action was to do something to contribute to our local community and some absolutely fantastic endeavours were posted within our app community. I wanted to share a few of them here. Lots of talk of litter picking. Someone even has their own grabber, which I just admire that level of commitment so much. And then it was taken a step further as people talked about tidying local green spaces for the benefit of others. Lots of conversation about shopping locally to support those community stores, those independent shops that have had such a year of it. One kind soul had been offering free mindfulness and meditation and There were many examples of formal volunteering that people have been doing. And they've been talking about how it was such a rewarding way to do something that they loved whilst connecting with people who shared similar interests. Some of the the range of roles that people were doing, we had a chair of governors, people volunteering at a local food bank as group walk leaders. Someone was on a farm, even providing peer support to new mums. It was a really inspiring and broad selection of roles. Loved it. For me on the 15th, well, the 15th was one of the few fine weather days we had in the UK in May. And I've been checking in regularly over the last year on an elderly neighbour by telephone. But on the 15th, I invited him for a walk to a local beauty spot. And we walked up there together, sat on a bench, enjoyed the view We met loads of fun dogs and I chatted to him about his interests and his life. We were up there for an hour or so. It was a small thing, but it really felt like in that morning I had made a little contribution to a specific member of my local community and it felt so good. But now on to June. Joy is one of my favourite nouns. Quite simply because it describes a feeling of great pleasure and happiness and what's not to like about that. And I realised when I was starting to think about this month that actually sharing joy with others is probably my number one hobby. So what can we all be doing to make this month more delightful, more gleeful, more blissful and generally more joyful for ourselves and those around us? I've decided to pick one action for each week of our calendar and have a little look at that with you. Let's do a little leapfrog over the first to the 2nd of June when we're being asked to say positive things in our conversations with others. Here's a quote from American radio host Bernard Meltzer. Before you speak, ask yourself if what you are going to say is true, is kind, is necessary, is helpful. If the answer is no, maybe what you're about to say should be left unsaid. Now, it's been proven that saying positive things gets the best results out of people. There was some academic research into 60 business leadership teams, which measured the effectiveness of each team. The factor that they found made the greatest difference by a country mile was the ratio of positive to negative comments within that team. They found that the optimum ratio was 5.6 to 1. So 5.6 positive comments for every one negative comment. And that seems kind of understandable. We all like to hear nice, uplifting, positive things. And I even like to take it a step further. I find there's nothing more joyful than making someone smile. 
either through making them laugh or offering a compliment. There's a reciprocal joy here. As I see someone else experience joy, it comes back to me. It's lovely. Then if we whiz up to the 11th, which, yeah, tells me something I really don't need to be told twice. Eat good food that makes you happy and really savour it. And I found a fab quote from British writer Virginia Woolf in her book, A Room of One's Own. One cannot think well, love well, sleep well, if one has not dined well. Love that. (laughs) In his very powerfully titled book, How Not to Die, Dr. Michael Greger looked in depth at which foods contribute to mental wellness, backed up by some science, and he found that there were a few that really seemed to make a difference. He suggests that seven servings of fruit, or eight of veg, especially greens, a day makes a big difference, all forms of seeds the spice saffron, and surprisingly, drinking two or more cups of unsweetened coffee. All these things were found in medical studies to enhance mental well-being. But treats are also so important for joy, I think. And I suppose it's just maybe about making them infrequent, building that anticipation rather than a daily thing, and in so doing, enhancing the experience each time. Now we're going to skip forward a week to the 18th, where we are looking for something good in a difficult situation. My quote is from American writer Steve Maraboli. As I look back on my life, I realised that every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. There are good things everywhere in this world and this life, even if they're well hidden in situations that feel and seem and are difficult and testing and challenging. It's not our fault that we don't naturally spot and see and notice the good bits. In his book, hang on, deep breath in, Hardwiring Happiness, The New Brain Science of Contentment, Calm and Confidence, Rick Hansen identified that our brains don't automatically notice the good things around us because they simply provide no stimulus of threat for our primal brains to create a fear response to. So our caveman brain is just not not interested, essentially. We also have a process of habituation, which is great for maintaining brain effectiveness on a day-to-day basis. But essentially, it means that a lot of the -the run-of-the-mill daily goings-on are filtered out even if they're nice things, even if they're good things. We just, we don't need to notice them, so we just don't. But when we pull focus, the small good things, those tiny moments of beauty, magic, joy, can be brought back into the light. Skipping forward another week to the 25th, we will be showing our appreciation to people who are helping others. And... My quote here is from French philosopher Voltaire, and I have to be honest, it's my favourite. It's new to me, and I love it. Appreciation is a wonderful thing. It makes what is excellent in others belong to us as well. Hmm, makes me feel good saying that. Positive psychology guru Martin Seligman tested the impact of various positive psychology interventions, and He found that when the participants 
were tasked with writing and then personally delivering a, a letter of gratitude to someone who has never properly been thanked for their kindness before that time. Those participants exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores. And even after he completed his studies into all the interventions, this one was found to have a greater impact than any of the others. And the benefits lasted for a month. That's really amazing from just one activity kind of thing. Now, if you've ever been the recipient of an unexpected thank you, you'll know, like I do, how good it feels and how much difference it can make, especially if if the day that it comes on is one of those tough ones. So enjoy giving that gift to someone else. We never know, we might be making such a big difference. Their experience up to that point might have been really difficult and suddenly we have the opportunity to just offer them something a bit brighter, something to make them feel happy. Then finally, we're going to the very end of the month on the 30th, when our action is to make a list of the joys in your life and keep adding to it. I found a quote from American writer Joseph Campbell, one that is often reduced down to just the first bit, but when I found the whole of it, I I love the imagery of this. Follow your bliss. And the universe will open doors for you where there were only walls. Ah, so much potential in that. Ah. If you need inspiration in creating joy, psychologist Laurie Santos suggests that it's easier to think about what might bring us joy in the present or the future when we recall the times that we were joyful in the past. So we reflect back on times that we've been joyful before. We can ask ourselves, who were we with? What were we doing? How can we recreate those moments to experience joy again? In addition to this list that you're creating, you could even set up a digital slideshow full of photos from those blissful moments as a visual reminder. It's quite nice to have something like that as a a screensaver on a a laptop or on your phone, just so that kind of cements those memories and also provides inspiration for, for the next joyful occasion. Okay, so please make sure you have a really joyful June. I certainly will. And then I'll be with you next month for Jump Back July. In the meantime, Please feel free to keep in touch with Action for Happiness via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in our app. And of course, till we're together again, please do keep calm, be wise, stay kind. Bye.